0: This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestelianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org.
1: Most people consumed with worry do not realize what a destructive, troublesome, and paralyzing spirit they're entertaining, usually resulting from a Christian dealing poorly with the issues of a very troubled and complex world. Worry clouds good judgment and opens the door to every attack that the enemy can use in making them ineffective for God. In this message of encouragement, overcoming worry, Pastor Ray illustrates how Jesus has not only given us permission not to worry, but actually commanded us not to do so. Powerful spiritual truths will be revealed as Pastor introduces the seven most important strategies from the Word of God that have helped him personally in his times of worry, each a vital weapon in making good decisions today in order to protect all of your tomorrows. Finally. Because by its nature, worry is a selfish act, it is amazingly easy to overcome it by simply helping meet the needs of someone else.
2: You see where many people are worried about yesterday. You know, the things I did or the things I didn't do. You know, what happens if somebody finds out about my mistakes? What happens if, you know, this comes to surface? If anybody knew it? See, people get all consumed Look, what happened yesterday happened. It's water under the bridge. You can't go back and correct it, change it. You can't do anything about it. All you have to do is trust that Jesus has forgiven you. Jesus loves you. It's forgotten as far as he's concerned. How people deal with it, how people perceive you, if they ever find out about you, who cares? Stop worrying about your past. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6. Jesus addressed this issue of worry. Bible has a lot to say about it, by the way, as I've studied it and read through a lot of scriptures that uh, deal with this issue of worrying and our thinking process and our thought life, and we'll get to some of those next week. But anyway, let's just focus for the next few minutes that we have in Matthew's gospel chapter six, verse 25. Jesus says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. Let's just stop right there. Get your highlighter out. Get your pencil, your pen, your eyebrow liner, whatever you've got. Get something and underline those words. Do not, Jesus said, therefore I say to you, this is coming from the Master. Jesus, listen, you know how I look at this verse? Let me tell you, you all listening to me, you know how I look at this verse? Jesus is giving me permission not to worry. Did you, did you all hear it? Jesus is giving... Because sometimes we feel, well, well, I'm the man of the house. I'm, I'm responsible. i got to worry about these things. Who's going to worry about it? Jesus is giving you permission not to worry. I'm going to take it a step even a little further. Jesus is commanding you not to worry. Are you going to obey him? He says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. Then he breaks it down. What you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body what you will put on." And he says, this powerful statement, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Because you know what it is, worry will get you so consumed on life's issues that you're going to forget about your prayer life. You're going to forget about your responsibility as a believer to help others and to reach out to others. Your compassion is going to go cold. You're you're going to be so distracted by your own life that you're going to be no good to God. You know, you're not going to be useful to the master in this world because you're so consumed by your own worries about your own life. So he says, do not um, worry. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Isn't life more about, you know, more than just about the natural things of this earth? Sure, we need food. Sure, we need clothes. We want clothes. We want good food. We want good clothes. I'm the first one that loves good food and loves good clothes. Can't you tell? <laughs> but that's not my sole focus. I'm not going to l- allow those, the desire for those things cause me to get worried about them. Because life is so much more than, you know, how much money I need to make or... kind of lifestyle I want. Life is so much deeper than that. Praise God, we can have the lifestyle we want. God's offered that to us. But that's not the sum total. And God never, the Lord has never uh, given us the opportunity to prosper in this world so that it would cause us to worry. How are we going to get there? How are we going to keep it? How are we going to, you know, what are we going to do? That was never His intent. Because the things that God allow you know gives us and blesses us with bring, ought to bring peace and joy in our lives it shouldn't bring frustration am I speaking to anybody in this house so he says here do not worry about your life and you know what I, I, can, I can feel it in the spirit Saying you don't know what I'm going through if you only knew what I'm going through Ah, Bubba, let me tell you what, you don't know what I'm going through, and you don't know what the person to the left of you, to the right of you, in front of you, and behind you, everybody's going through something. So stuff that in your pipe and smoke it. That's a big, fat excuse, man. Either you're going to get hold of worry in your life and start trusting God, or you're just going to go be a worried mess, and you can go be a worried mess all by yourself. I, 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 have, I have decided to believe Jesus. I have decided to believe the Word. I have decided that faith works much better than Word. All right. So he says, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is life more than food and the body more than clothing? Now listen to this analogy. I love this. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? That is something very curious and very interesting about birds. Do you notice that whether it's raining, snowing, sunny, dark, cloudy, cold, warm, birds are always singing a wonderful song. You ought to stop and listen to the birds. They have not a care in the world. Somehow, they have figured out in their little pea brain that they don't have to worry about anything because God's going to take care of them. Some of you ought to be as smart as bird, because <laughs> you're as dumb as most humans. <laughs> God, Jesus uses this wonderful analogy and says. Look at the birds of the air. If God has taken care of them, don't you think that He will take care of you too? Aren't you more valuable than the birds? Aren't you of more value than the birds that fly in the air? See, I ought to take a little lesson from the birds. You ought to just start singing, man. Singing a, singing a song of praise, singing a song of thanksgiving. They're always happy because somehow they figured out that God's going to take care of them. Don't have a worry. So then he says here, in verse 27, Which one of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Basically what Jesus is saying, Which one of you, by worrying, can change anything about your situation or your life? Basically what Jesus is teaching us here is that worry has absolutely no positive results. Am I helping anybody here? You all look so worried. Are you worried because you have to let go of your worries? Yes. Somebody said, yes, you're honored. you're being honest. I like that. No lying in church this morning. I like it. Well, but this is the truth. See, we have have to lay this foundation down. We have to build upon a a solid foundation. We have to understand that worrying has, has absolutely no value. There's no effect. How many of you can look back over your life and the times that you worried about things and say that that worry really changed the situation? All it did was make it more difficult to get through it. I found a better way. I'm not saying I'm not denying the reality of worry, the the temptation to worry. But what I am saying is that when you focus more on the Word of God, and put your trust in God, and turn your life over to the Lord, say, "My life is in Your hands." So whatever I'm worried about, and we're going to look at that verse next week, and I've learned to just cast my cares upon Him because He cares about me, and He can work out my my problems better than I can. If I just give him a chance, if I just cool my jets for a little bit and involve God in my life, in my business, in my affairs, in my finances. See, one of the reasons why people get worried is because you're trying to do this all by yourself. You're trying to work it out all by yourself. You're not even giving God. You're not giving the word an opportunity to work in your life because you've taken the whole responsibility upon yourself. People, mostly, a lot of times men feel this way. Because they feel, I've got the whole responsibility on me. No, no, you don't have the whole responsibility on you. Everybody's leaning on me. No, 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 no. Well, first of all, if that's the case, then you taught your family wrong. Because you ought to, as a man, you ought to teach your family to lean on Jesus. You ought to teach your family to lean on the word. So when you do hit a, a bump in the road, people aren't leaning on you. They know who to go to. They're going to lean on the word. Am I speaking to anybody here? <laughs> So verse 27, which one of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry, verse 28, about clothing? Now now he uses the lilies of the field. He says, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wow. Now if God, this is verse 30, pay attention. Now if God, let me say it again. Now if God... Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, right? Recognizing the short lifespan of grass. Grass does not have a spirit. Grass does not have a soul. Grass is not human-like at all. It's a creation of God. But he says, if God so takes care of the grass that's here today and gone tomorrow... Will he not much more, everybody underline much more, clothe you, now listen, oh you of little faith. So what he identifies here is the source of our worry. Little faith. When our faith is small, our worry is going to be really big. Hmm. That's a pretty deep and profound thought, isn't it? When our worry is big and are, are, are strong, our faith is going to be really small and weak. But when our faith is strong and our faith is big, our worries are going to be small and ineffective in our lives.
0: Amen.
2: So Jesus identifies it. He said, The reason why you're worried about your life and about this and about clothing and food and 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 the reason why it worked is because you're not exhibiting faith for these things. You're not trusting your Father in heaven to provide whatever it is that you need at the time that you need it. It's very, very simple. God requires a life of faith, God rewards faith, God answers prayers that are prayed in faith. He doesn't, and, and you know, I tried to get this through to so many people, God is not impressed with our belly aching. Yeah. Hebrews eleven six. 6, anyone who comes to him must know, to God must know that he exists and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This is what faith is. God does not respond to tears and crying and woes. And I've had people leave the church because we just weren't compassionate enough. It wasn't that we weren't compassionate enough. It was that we got sick and tired of listening to your belly We keep going around the same issues over. And all you want to do is talk about them, talk about them, talk about them, talk about them. Wear me down. Wear everybody else down. Wear your family down. Worry, talking, worry, talking, talking, worry, worry, talking, worry, worry, talking, talking, worry. And you do not want to get a grip on it. Jesus identifies as you of little faith. You have more concern than you do faith you have more worry than you do faith and, f- and that will paralyze a person I know people won't make a decision because they're, they're worried they're going to make a mistake you know what I learned? God will redeem even your mistakes yeah. but sometimes people are so paralyzed by this worry that they, they will not make a mistake because they're worried about the ramifications What's going to happen down the road? If I do this, what if that happens? Going back to the what ifs. So paralyzed by a spirit of worry that they're they're, they're neutralized. They're absolutely paralyzed in this place, in this position in their life. And they cannot get out of it because of this worry going on. Which really is a lack of faith. Therefore, do not worry saying... Now, right there, stop. Do not worry saying... Do not put voice to your worry. Because when you put voice to your worry, you begin to create the very things that you are afraid of. Oh. Let me bring it back again. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Are you, are you all with me here? You see? All right. So he says, do not worry saying, don't put voice to the worry. What shall we eat What shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. Now listen to this profound, listen to this. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. God already knows what you need. He knew before you were even born what you were going to need. Do you think that God is not aware of where you are and the condition you're in right now, and what you need. All He's waiting for you, like Jesus said, you have little faith, all He's looking for you to do is swip, switch, the fli- uh, flip the switch from unbelief to belief and faith, trusting Him, and everything you need is going to show up right when you need it, right on time. <laughs> Woo, glory! For after all these things the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that in other words he's saying don't be like the world the gentiles you know are kind of uh, depicting the world you know as a sort of analogy to say they're unbelievers they they don't believe in god don't be like the world when you act like that you act like the world you act like a non-believer when you're all worried and consumed about this and what if and that and the other thing and 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 you know yeah, you know, so some would say, Well, Pastor, I got a whole lot of things going. Where do I start? I'll give you, I'll give you a little help. Right? I'll, jump, I'll jump a little bit ahead, all right? First thing y'all do is get on your face before God. And 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 repent of your worrying. Wow, awfully quiet. What do you mean? I never heard that before. Well, welcome to Living Word. You heard it for the first time. <laughs> repent of your worrying. And ask the Lord to help you. God, I cry out for your wisdom. Because the Bible says, and we're going to learn this. Because Thursday nights we've been talking about wisdom and you ought to come. We did a really good teaching on Thursday about wisdom. But, and, and we're going to do a little bit more in the coming Thursdays. But wisdom says, you know, if any man lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to all men liberally without finding fault. So you ask God for that wisdom. What decision should I make? What direction should I go? how do I handle this? You'd be surprised how the Holy Spirit will guide you and direct you and help you. Now I realize, you know, I realize something even as I'm preaching this, that some of you are really stinking uncomfortable. Because, you know, it's sort of like, it's sort of like wearing a pair of shoes that are really destructive to your feet because they're so comfortable, they have no support. They're gonna do more damage to your feet but you refuse to get rid of them. You're going to walk in them, flopping, flipping, because they are so comfortable. You do not want to put on a new pair of shoes that can help you and correct your foot problem. So what happens a lot of times? People get in a very com- we're very comfortable living in this life of worry and negative. And, and my job as a pastor is to try to yank you and pull you out of that negative place and put you into the place where the Word and where God would have you believing and trusting. And Turning these matters over to God and learning how to work and use your faith at a level that can bring results. Because sister, brother, man of God, woman of God, whatever you are, short, tall, big or small. Let me tell you what. It ain't working the way you're doing it. You're not coming out of this cycle of worry. This cycle of worry is is chewing you up and spitting you out. This cycle of worry is just causing more trouble in your life than, than ever before. You're going you're to take such a, a vacation from your worry if you do this. It's going to be like being on vacation. Because you're learning how to trust God and do what Jesus said. Don't worry about your life. Don't worry. Don't worry. Use your faith. Make good decisions. If you don't know what decision to make, pray about it. See, what I do in my life every day, I'm I'm looking to the future. I want my future to be peaceful. I'm trusting God, using my faith, and praying to God and asking God for wisdom to make right decisions today that will benefit me tomorrow so that I don't have to get to a place and have to worry about things that I otherwise could prepare for right now. That's the wisdom part. That's the wise part. Often we just walk through life. Now, understand something. Jesus is not teaching us to be careless. Do you understand? There's a difference between being careless and carefree. The way to living carefree is make wise choices. Every single day of your life. Verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness... And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. And I love this statement. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. i got enough to deal with today that I can't be consumed with what's going to happen tomorrow, because tomorrow may never happen. Jesus could show up tonight. Just before you're getting ready to go to bed, worrying about your tomorrow, Jesus is going to show up and snatch us all out of here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, all the principles of the kingdom, all of the things of the kingdom. Become a kingdom-minded person. And all his righteousness and all these things that you're worried about, will be added to you. Sort of like this. You, you put your mind on God and his kingdom and word and, and walking in faith and trusting God. You, you seek after helping people and being a blessing in the, in, in, in the world today, telling people about Jesus. You get consumed by by kingdom things. And I like to say it like this. You become like magnetized. And as you're walking along, just seeking the kingdom of God, doing king, all the things that you would ever need, want, and desire, just start sticking to you just they start clinging to you you don't have to look for them. you don't have to fight for them. you don't have to hunt for them. you don't have to worry about it it just kind of shows up boom 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 right at the moment that you need the door is going to open the person's going to walk by god's going to have a divine appointment for you whatever it is god will see to it that your need is met because you are a kingdom seeker and you're not just worried about this life and you understand that life is more than clothes and more than food. Life is a whole lot more than that. And you put your 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 efforts and your, your attention on the kingdom. And God says you walk through life and I'll make sure that what you need is gonna you're not even gonna to have to look for it. It's gonna be looking for you. Glory.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray.